so much prayer has been said already, so I'm breaking a protocol of talking straight like that. Praise the Lord. Ah, I'm, I'm glad we have a greater number today. I hope it will be greater more and more every week as we enter this new season now. Brethren at home, I'm talking to you. I'm still waiting to see more faces. Praise the Lord. I want to say um, a very big thank you to Pastor Eric again, Pastor Manasseh, Pastor uh, Ogularo. In fact, the entire pastorate and the church as a whole. I am very grateful. Um, I come with the message that the Lord has given me, a continuity. But one thing I want to acknowledge is the fact that my gratitude, Numa Christian Church, my gratitude cannot be measured. The, the, the fact, facts are many, but these last two weeks, considering me and giving me this exalted altar twice touched my heart. I want to say thank you, church. My mother said, when you do one thing twice, then it's not a mistake. I would have thought, why? But I, I know that the Lord is in it, and I am grateful. Therefore, Lord, I come before your throne of grace this morning. I hide behind the cross that Christ will teach us will speak to us, will touch situations. I am not seen. I want Christ to be seen. Therefore, Lord, speak as you want your people to be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Jehovah, we praise you. Jehovah, we praise you, we praise your name, we praise your name, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. of God, I was able, according to his desire, I was able to tell us that we should not fret. A lot of things are happening. The power of 
the evils that are happening are dampening the power of Christians, which should not be so. We are facing that time that the Lord said will come. It is just that they are in diverse pictures before us. We must not fear. I come with a message titled, Jesus, our anchor. Jesus is our anchor. If we ride in boats, in sheep, whatever, God is more than able in the turbulence. It's not new that we are walking or swimming against the tide. Last week, I, I didn't tell us, but I want to let you know a fact this morning. That at the cross of Calvary, we see full revelation of evil. The cross, at the cross of Calvary, the full revelation of evil is shown there. How else will you explain a man who came with love? You decided not only to beat, spit, and humiliate him, you decided to take his life. Nobody wants to die. Even him, Christ. For this reason, at a time, he said, Father, take away this cup from me. That was to tell you how difficult he too had to face tribulations and trials and pains and winds that sting. Christ faced them. My sister, my brother, what are you facing that you think is not within the context. It's always been there. Otherwise, why would Stephen be killed? Otherwise, why will Paul, sorry, Saul, before he turned to Paul, why would he be against the household of Christ? Why was he going about killing people? Are there new things? Nothing is new. There are things that people have seen before. But the question here is, how do we face these things? I tell you, brethren, if Christ comes again today, the world will still kill him. The world is as wicked as that. If Jesus comes back to this earth today, as he did before, they will still kill him. So who are you? But like I said, when there is a house filled with things, things like weapons you can use to defend yourself, and you do not know how to get into it, even though you have the key, the weapons are useless. A boy once told the father, he wanted a particular car for his birthday. It's a, a, a beautiful Porsche car that was rare on campus. Not one student had such. The boy said, Dad, for my birthday, blah, blah, blah car is what I want. And the father said, wow, <laughs> you know I can afford it. You will have it. Rest your mind. 
and rest your case if you see it as a case. And the boy said, oh, dad, I, I know. Thank you. That's why I had to tell you ahead. Even if you told me a day before your birthday, son, you will have it. I'm capable. And the man wrote a check. He put it in the Bible. On this boy's birthday, he wrapped the Bible as a gift. And he gave the Bible, the gift to his son. And the boy said, Dad, Dad, did I not tell you what I wanted? I expected you to give me keys. The father said, well, here is a gift. Good luck. He went back to the campus and kept the Bible. He said, this these fanatics and their Bible, he thought he could bring me to, to become like him. Let his Bible sit there. And the check to the car sat there. Brethren, the old man died. And life continued. Until one day, he was cleaning. his. And he said, oh, this thing this man gave me safe. He thought I was going to use it. What am I doing with it? I don't need it. But anyway, let me just open it for opening sake, And he tore off the wrap. He said, these people, the way they believe, this thing, this thing. And as he was doing this thing, this thing, a check fell out. And a note accompanying the check. The note said, son, this is for your car. Go on, buy it. And the boy put his two hands on the head, say, Yay! So I've been sitting on my car myself. That is what most of us, including me, are doing today. The Lord gave us a check, vied his death on the cross of Calvary. We do not know how to assess the check because we are not vigilant or can I say sensitive or obedient enough to find out how this can be utilized. Christ came with love. Immeasurable love. That was what brought him to this earth. He came to take it's a simple and humble position. And for that reason, people didn't know that this great man had something great. They, they were taking him for granted. He was simple. And when he propagated the gospel, it was in a simple language. If it was expensive, even today, if Christianity were to be expensive a lot of more people would have just bought the whole of it and they will keep away in their wardrobe. You and I will not have the access. And those of us who have had, who are having the access right now, a lot do not place the value that should be placed on it, on it. Because it came free. But what do we do then if we have to, what does God expect us to do 
in these difficult times, there is a check sitting somewhere, but we are not assessing, we are not assessing that check. God expects us to assess the mine, gold mine that Christ left behind. Okay, let us look at the whole of the gospel of Jesus Christ. What is not there? Health is there. Wealth is there. Eternity, which is not common here, is, is there. Protection is there. Provision is there. What Tell me, brethren, what is not in Christ except evil, which he never, ever represented from the beginning. In the whole of his package, only one thing is missing, evil. Even life is in Christ. For he said, I have brought you life and life abundant. I brought you peace that the world cannot understand. What is not in Christ? Why is our focus not on this man that came simply just like you and I? But he left something. What he left is what I am talking about this morning. Ability to assess him and his wealth. He is our anchor. There's no anchor elsewhere. I want to thank God for those who reach out like this church. I thank God for you, for your outreach. It may seem very insignificant. It is an act. It's a virtue that money cannot buy. There are also individuals here I know that are reaching out. I know at least three amongst you. So this church is a church of God. Praise the Lord. I sit down quietly sometimes when I'm meditating and I go through Numa Christian Church. That's where I call it. You call it Numa Christian Center. I call it Numa Christian Church. Well, I have not come to praise you. I have come to let you know that you are on track. Hallelujah. You are on track. Apart from the corporate things you people do, there are, you may not know. This is an expo. You know I'm a teacher. We, we look for expo in anything. If you are talking to me now, I'm looking for the expo in you. You know what expo is? Habba. Habba. Look, Expo is when you want to take an exam and you write some chukuli, small chukuli, you put it somewhere and you enter the exam hall. As, as, as time goes on, as the invigilator moves away from you, you take your chukuli and look at it to look whether there is an answer there. I'm giving you chukuli this morning concerning Numa Christian Center that God will replenish you. I'm really overwhelmed. God doesn't move by number. He moves by the belief and the faith he sees in a church. 
I won't be surprised if God begins to move in practical ways in this church if he has not started. Because the church is church indeed. Praise the Lord. What do you do or what does God expect us to do to assess him in practical applications? One, it's not going to be easy when we are facing a problem. Sometimes when we are facing a problem, we actually, we don't know how to pray anymore because of the overwhelming power of the problem. I have seen a woman, in fact, it's, it's just a movie I watched yesterday. She, prayer warrior, Jim Jim, sister. But when the child was convulsing, the husband said, pray. He said, I know this not be prayer. I better we call doctor first. Can you, can, you, can you understand what I'm saying now? Something can happen to a believer, no matter how strong you think you are. You understand? Like that Jim Jim sister, she, she told the husband, well, let's face it. Call the doctor. This one not be prayer matter. They had to take the child to the hospital. But amongst us, too, we still have people who have this belief, and they will rebuke that convulsion, the spirit behind it, and there will be healing. That is the kind of power Christ gave to us. It's very simple, but because it is simple, we didn't have to, to go and take a loan to be able to buy it, the word, the command in the word. We just let go. And we let the, we let the problem be what is overwhelming. Meanwhile, you have the key. So, brethren, we have to know how to praise God even when it is like that. We have to know how to talk. Verbalize your belief. I don't want this, Lord. See, oh, me, anytime I have headache, because I don't, I, I don't like medication, I don't even like it in my body. This power of saying it, excuse me, and it comes to pass. I, pra I started practicing it with small, small headaches. If I hear wine, me, I will give a wine. <coughs> I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And I will remove my mind. Before, maybe hours later, I'll say, I've been getting headaches small, Nonsense. Not my body. The same way if we have the power when there is something bigger than that, it does work. Praise the Lord. We must use fear and worries to know that there is somebody who can take away these fears and worries. Let them, let them be life to you. Don't pretend about it. If it is there, it's simply there. And it is not anything you can do anyway. If you cannot, there is somebody in, in you who can do it. So the fear should be a contact to the man who is able beyond all understanding. Praise the Lord. 
Allow God to touch you as you walk through the situation. A lot of us, a lot of us are not patient. A lot of us are always in a hurry. When something is happening, nothing happens that God is not aware of. Nothing happens that God is not capable of changing if you verbalize it and you don't want it. I don't want this. Because he said, I have come to give you peace in abundance. And he said, my thoughts for you are of good, not of evil. So if anything evil is happening, brethren, it's not from God. Therefore, it must be repelled. And it is through the word of God. Do not undermine your Bible. Whatever is happening to you or whatever is happening in your life, go through the Bible. You will find somebody who has gone through a similar situation before. It must be there. Allow God to teach you. Review God's work in your life when this situation is facing you. Think about yesterday, the ones he was able to do. That means he can do it again today. That was what I sang last week. He wallobato shetano. He wallobatio shetonio. She be wallobatio shetola. The God that did it yesterday is still alive today. And he will be there tomorrow. There is nothing God cannot do. Yes. When you find yourself in a situation that you want to praise God and you are not able to do that, take your Bible. Go to Psalm. The book of Psalm is rich enough. Just begin to praise God, yaga yaga. Begin to praise God anyhow. You may be alone in the house. You may not be alone, but praise God anyway. Praise God anyway. Oh, if that situation is tough and you are praising God, the people that are watching you, they will be thinking you are mad. But you know that it is a source of connection to a power that can solve the problem. Praise the Lord. We say praise God, woto woto. Praise God, yaga yaga. Anyhow, why would David praise God to the point of his clothes falling off? That was praising God, woto woto. I like it. When I'm alone in my house, I will be shouting. I'm sure I disturb my neighbors, no problem. If they don't want to hear, they should pray for me so that I will pack to my own house. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. But as long as we are there, they just have to be part of the praise. Amen. Whether they like it or not, they are hearing. They know the person I'm talking about. So in their hearts of hearts, day to day will be praising the same God. Praise God. How do I praise God? How do I praise God? That is the key. Yes, you read the Bible. Yes, you pray with some other people. Yes, you believe. But how do you praise God? Is, is there a way to praise God? If there are ways to praise God, 
what are these ways? Because God must be praised, though. God must be praised. God does not come down to eat rice. Maybe people are planning to, to, to come here now when I have gone to eat rice and to play games and to do men, isn't it? Well, I know that even before you go into those actions, you are going to praise God. Am I right? God must be praised. That is his own portion of the food. He will never knock to come to your house and say, um, I like my mind and uh, echo. Please prepare this one. I'm coming. I'm not talking to Stamagreto. I'm, I'm just talking my own. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Or, or Sister Christy or Sister Hero. I'm not. Oh, I'm just talking my own. Nefa. God will not come. In those days, our fathers, when they, when they prepare what they want to prepare, they will take it as sacrifice to where, road, where you have road crossing. So everybody knows that God wants something. And the only thing, according to the Bible, that he cannot do for himself is praise. And the only reason he made man on earth and he will take us to his presence later like the 24 elders is praise. But how much do you praise God? Especially when you are faced with problems of life. Such that have been before. Anyway, there is power in praise. There is power in praise. And that is why the enemy will make it impossible. Especially when there is trial or there is a tribulation hanging somewhere. The strong man at the gate, he will present himself. Praise, no. See, how can I remove my face from this magnitude of problem and begin to praise? Well, he said he will use the foolish things of this world. It will be foolish to an unbeliever that there is problem and you are praising. Praise the Lord. But it is the word of God. For as many as have come to receive him as their personal Lord and Savior, to so many did he give the power. And that power also gives us the ability to conquer the strong man and his men at the gate, the small, small that, that work for him. Praise the Lord. Satan has servants, don't you know? And uh -huh, now they are called Ere, Ere. They are like this. It's their Baba that is, that is Satan. Even that Baba has been conquered. What is, what is the Mwichin Mwichin children at the gate? <laughs> Praise the Lord. When struggles and difficulties or difficult time comes, it's very difficult to praise God. No two way about that. I've said that. Uh, to be thankful becomes a very difficult thing. It is hard to look back and remember um, the faithfulness of God. Yes, many of us, when we are faced with difficulty, it's that difficulty of today that now matters. We'll, be, we'll become so ungrateful concerning yesterday. 
what can we do for ourselves? If nothing, how about thinking of sleeping and waking up the next day? My pastor said, if you think you are the one that woke yourself up any day, take a clock with alarm, go to the mortuary, set it for six o'clock. At 6 o'clock, hang around and see how many will stand up when the alarm is blowing. We have reasons, unreserved reasons to thank God every day. When you find yourself in a situation that you want to praise God and you don't know how to do it in words, please just go to Psalm. Take the book of Psalm. Make it available to yourself. There are so many psalms that are, they are not, they, David was not demanding anything. He was just praising God. If you look at Psalm 103, it is all praise. Psalm 8, 1 to 9 is all praise. Psalm 9, 1 to 10 is all praise. If you look at Psalm, 1, Psalm 16, 5 to 11, it's all praise. There are, there are so many psalms that can lead you into the presence of the Lord. And let me tell you a fact that is hidden in praise. It's a bonus. You know, when we mark, when we mark students' scripts, and more than half of the class fails, we write to management and say, please, Permit me to give bonus. I'm writing to you this morning. Can I give you bonus? Praise the Lord. I've told you that praise works. In the face of difficulty, praise God. If you, if, if you can't find words to verbalize it, please go to the Bible. That book that carries life, carries life. Because your situation is there. And the solution is there. It's just assessing like the boy. If you assess the Bible, if you have time for the Bible, then you have time to conquer. No two ways about that. That is the believer's sword. It works. It's double-edged. Whether the problem comes from the right or it comes from the uh, left, the sword is ready to deal with it. God will fight for you. When you praise God, God fights for you. You have brought him into the situation. I don't know about you, but you see this small me. When, when, when I came and they were saying, one, two, three sisters were saying they are special to God. I just laughed. I said, these, pe these people don't even know my story. If there is one person that is special to God, this is me standing before you. God is mindful of me. God is so mindful. Brethren, no matter what is happening, God is mindful of you. One reason you gave your life to Christ, that is enough. For that reason alone, you have become a special person. Don't let, don't let people discourage you. Satan 
He's the accuser of the brethren. He's always going around to remind you one thing or the other that makes you not to qualify. Me, I overqualify as God picking. I qualify, die. Praise the Lord. I do waiting. I qualify, die. That is to tell you that under no circumstance will it cross my mind that I am not a child of God and that God doesn't love me. God loves me. If he loves me, then all the conditions he promised his children are for me. It is for me to assess them. And as long as I remember to praise him, I'm assessing them. You are assessing them. Praise the Lord. God will uh, refresh and renew your spirit. When you are praising God, each time you are praising God, observe yourself. Your mind will move away from that problem. Praise the Lord. When you, are, you can't do things, yes, the brain does some multifunctions sometimes. But if genuinely you are praising God and your mind is there, interwoven with him, then the problem will have to take the tenth place. If not death, killing it instantly. He must die. Ah, he must die. Oh. Why? What, what, what business do I have with you? You must die now. Finish. Praising God gives you a straight mind unto God's presence. He becomes, he becomes life to you. Because that is what he wants. His spirit must be renewed in you. Praising God is giving offering to God. Like I said, he would never come to our houses to say, uh, cook for me. And Stamagret, uh, you know, that's uh, something that I said. Uh, uh, Ghana, there's Ghana stew. There's one kind of Ghana stew that used to be plenty of curry uh, or sister Mariama, please. You know that cassava leaf soup. I want a repeat of God is not going to do that. Nana can do that. What does God want? God wants praise. That is his cassava soup. That is his uh, um, plantain chips. That is his Ghanaian stew. Crinkle. Praise. Anyone. Praise. Anyhow. Praise. Anytime. Praise. Because there is power in praise. Yes. It says praising God makes miracle possible. Look at Paul and Silas. Mm -hmm. They were chained. They had no gun, no arrow. Nobody was uh, advocating for them. As willingly as they were, they still threw them into the dungeon, inside, inside, with gates. So these people didn't bother. But brethren gathered. They themselves were praising God in the prison. And miracle happened. It's still happening for people who believe. Praise the Lord. It is still happening. So many. It's just that we are too busy to go into those realms to find out what is happening. It can happen for you. It can happen for me. It does happen. Praise the Lord. I want to say here that we should fight back with praise. 
praise as sacrifice unto the Lord, knowing that God is by your side. Some of the songs that were uh, sung this morning, I was, I was sitting there and I just said to myself, God, thank you because you are speaking to us. He says, he is by us. God is near, nearer than we can ever think. He's there in whatever you are fighting. This morning, I want you to remember that somebody is on the battlefield with you. Somebody is there. All you owe him, thankfully, is praise. Hallelujah. How much praise can we give unto this God? How much praise can we give unto Jesus, our anchor? Through him, everything has been brought. Some people say, when they give their lives to Christ, they think they will no longer have problems. You roar. In fact, that's when it starts. Because that old liar, will, he will see himself losing somebody from his camp. He will fight now. He will fight. Look at fathers when their daughters want to marry. Some of them, because of Jesus Christ, those who are Christians, they bear it. They, they, will, they, they are dying, no? Ah, they will receive the boy. They will do everything that has to be done. But let me tell you. Tell me the fact. Are you, are you letting go? This is where there is love. Oh. Ah, praise the Lord. They are dying inside. In fact, they can't even resist. Say, no, 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 no. They will say, Baba, please, what is the reason? Say, I do, I'm the owner. It's, she's my daughter. I don't owe anybody any reason. What I'm saying is that I am from Lagos State, so she cannot marry from Delta State. Oh, Irola, the thing where they pain and they inside. The thing where they pain them. So is there's a decampy from his side. He will not fight the way Satan. Satan has no shame. He has no shame. He he will fight. Everybody will see that he's fighting. Because he has no shame. He has been disgraced from heaven, thrown down. So he wants people he's pulling along with himself. This morning, I've come to tell you, it's truth. It's not a lie. These are not stories made up. Go ahead. Try it personally. Try the power of praise in Christ personally. Please let me know if it doesn't work for you. It works. It works. Praise the Lord. Brethren, we must learn to remove our eyes from problems and put our eyes on Christ, our anchor. I don't know how to express it. Even when I was preparing, I, I said, Lord, how best can I 
can I convince anybody who has a pressing problem that looks like it's not going? How can I convince that person that Christ is able? I don't know. But I know that this morning, the Holy Spirit will help me. Because God said, he's our helper. Put that problem before the Lord. Leave it. Leave it at his feet. Those bleeding feet. Leave that problem there for a while. Pretend it is not there. Continue to praise him. And of course, it will no longer be there. Praise the Lord. Yes, we hear it is difficult. But this morning, I want to let you know that it is not difficult when the master is in it. Whatever it is, from whatever form it is operating, from wherever it has come, no matter the picture it carries, said at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. So the knee of sickness must bow. Bowing means you are standing over it now. The knee of want must bow. Because it has a name. And the name is want. And at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. You are protected beyond measure why you carry Christ inside of you. The day you gave your life to Christ, you became doubled. When I'm driving back home and somebody offends me traffically, I'll just say, yeah, I'm sorry for this person. Allah, I'm sorry for this person because no how. My father has seen what he has done. He must punish. He must punish you. Just they go. He go punish you. Especially when I know I'm on the right side. And similar, I, I, I will just pray a simple prayer. Now you are God. But when I think and I remember that if, honestly, if God decides to, to do as I have said, because he says, say it. That person is going to suffer. And he won't see, I won't see him again. So what, is, what am I gaining in that message? I say, Lord, forgive him. Let him go. Let her go. But the truth of the matter is, if you, if you, if you offend a child of God, look around. You will find where God is, God is dealing with you for that offense. But because they are not aware, Quite often, they don't remember. We owe them. Talk to somebody about Jesus. Let them know the benefits they're in. They are not like that, which you will see, like the world is seeing. But they are there. Therefore, brethren, I leave you this morning with the fact that we have an anchor. We are not like a people without hope. 
We are not like a people without general. We are not like a people who have nowhere to go to. We do have where to go to. Because at the knee, at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Whatever it is this morning, always remember, take it to Christ. Take it to Christ and leave whatever it is at his feet. Walk away. Whatever result comes, that is his will. Learn to take his will as it comes. Praise the Lord. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you because you are still God. You have not changed. The world is going haywire. The world is going mad. There is no where you turn to. You don't hear what evil has been perpetrated in this form or another form. But the good thing is that those evils are not for us because we have you. Gracefully, you came and you redeemed us. And by redemption, we are qualified for your grace and for your power. Thank you for coming for us. Thank you, Lord, for your people. I am asking that you will always give us the grace to praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.